five, four, three, two, one. One message for you took from your aunt. Uh-huh. She will bust both of you in the head. Can y'all hear me? It's not rocket size, you know. I think you, like me, um, have a face for radio. Can y'all hear me? That's why it sucks. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. This kind of unprofessionalism does not need to be tolerated. And I mean it. Like, you know who me? You know who me? You know who me? You know who me? What the hell is going on here? Just all hang up. Another episode. Of the BS podcast. Hang on, hang Quincy on, Moran. hang on. There's all kinds of noise in my ear now. Oh jeez. Oh. We need a little bit more professionalism. Roll Tide, everybody. Welcome back to the BS podcast. I'm your host Quincy, aka the Cute Dog, in the BS studio, baby. Yes, we are here. You might notice there's a little more pizzazz in my voice. I'm not going to say excitement, but I will say pizzazz. Today's podcast is brought to you by Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. Go to QuincyMoran.com and check it out. Enter for your chance to win $50 million. That's not true. Uh, but go to there and check it out if you want to have a better marriage, a better life, be a better man. Go man. get some, baby. That's right. Get on in. Get on Quincy, in. Quincy, let me go ahead and... Uh offer to help edit just this one uh, segment or this one segment so I can cut down the part where you said that uh, that's not real. Josh, I would say yes, but I know you're not going to come through anyway, so it's all right. With that being said, it's time to announce my folks, my people, my crew, the cute dogs crew here for the BS podcast. I'll start here with my co-host, Wild Bill. The man behind the bullet points, Wild Bill, tell us who you are and what you do. The man shooting blanks. I mean, not shooting blanks. I'm Bill Smith, better known as Big Red at Twin Bridges Golf Course. <laughs> Big Red. I pastor a church. Why do they Road call you Tide Big? Road. Why do they call you Big Red? We have a shuttle called Big Red, and one of the coaches last week said, Are you Big Red or is the shuttle Big Red? Because I had a red shirt, so there you have it. There it is. Big red. All right. To his north, the man, the myth, the legend, Josh Moran. Josh Moran, tell us who you are and what you do. I'm Josh Moran. Um, I'm pretty sad about the Raiders' existence (laughs) right now. And uh, I offer commentary, and uh, that's what I do. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, yeah, and uh, among those celebrations of player injuries, I would uh, assume or presume that you're ecstatic about the old Garoppolo uh, concussion protocol, but I guess that's going to be for your second segment. Uh, While Bill does the Bama bullet points, Josh Moran takes a second quarter and talks to us about anything he so desires. And our saving correspondent, Mr. Austin Dash. Austin, tell us who you are and tell the people what you do. Uh, I am Austin. I am uh, Amber's better half, and today I was a plumber, so there's that. So, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Add that to the list of things that I'm not good at, so there we go. Well, and you're also a phenomenal artist when it comes to music, along with your wife, so sometime you need to give us your, your deets, bro, and where your music... Don't you have a single... Like a world release single out? What's that called again? Yeah, uh, I'm glad it didn't work out. That came out in, I don't know when, because I record these songs and wait like six months. So I have a song that's been done that's just chilling on my computer, and I'm a procrastinator. So uh, there'll be another one soon. Yeah, glad it didn't work out. I hope the next one works out. Yeah, it was. It's yeah. actually a. It's actually a great song for those of you uh, who would like to go find it. It is in, on Apple Music. I don't know where else it is, but lots of talent Spotify. on this. Spotify. Spotify. All, lots of all the streaming services. All of them. Go get it. Lots all of, of talent on this uh, BS podcast. Go check it out. Get some. 
Austin and Amber got plenty of music to listen to. You want to get in on a great Bible study, contact me, QuincyMoran at gmail.com. We'll get you hooked up with Bill and Cindy. They do a great Bible, ca- uh, Bible study every Wednesday. And if you want to be entertained, go to JoshMoran.com. I have no idea what that goes to, but go check it out. Or go to QuincyMoran.com and look at Moran Brothers and watch a weight loss journey that is sure to inspire you to become better than you thought you could ever be. 90-something videos long. With that being said, it's Quincy, time now Quincy, to... Quincy, yes, sir. Quincy. Yes, sir. Yes, it's the first and third Wednesday nights, not every Wednesday night. I thought I said every other, but I didn't say when no, it you started. Said every so. Wednesday night. Okay, the first and the third. I stand corrected. I won't even roll the tape. I'll just take, I'll take the L. <laughs> I'll take the L. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the pregame for the BS Podcast. And we're first, we are going to talk about predictions. Let's talk about Let's predictions. Brought to you by QuincyMoran.com. Go check it out. QuincyMoran.com for all your needs. Um, public square. I don't have that on there. Anyway, let's start out with predictions and ladies and gentlemen, wild bill, as you know, Bama wins 24 to 10 against old miss in Tuscaloosa. They started their new streak, their new winning streak in Tuscaloosa. Fortunately, uh, Wild bill, your prediction was 24 to 20 Bama, Josh Moran, your prediction was 38 to 20 old miss. Austin Dash, your prediction was 31-28 Bama. And Quincy Moran, you predicted Bama would have 38 and Ole Miss would have 28. This week's winner, Wild Bill and the Bama bullet points. That's right. That's a way to get it done, Wild Bill. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, baby. Just just want to start. Go ahead. Just want to throw out there: nobody on God's green earth had a clue that they would hold Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin's crazy offense to 10 points. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into it throughout the course of the show, but there are more. I think we are incredibly astounded. We are surprised. We are gobsmacked that that happened. Just a couple of points I want to get into to finish up the pregame here. Um, The letter E, and I'm not sure if Wild Bill's going to bring this up at his bullet points. We won't elaborate too much, but elite. No, it's too soon. I'm not going to talk that way about the defense, but, man, was I proud. Looks like Kevin Steele heard the message, and he started calling plays again. That's, uh, that's my thought. Another first half and no touchdowns? What are we doing here, Alabama? What's going on? Another ugly interception by Milrow? Oh, my gosh. Terrion Arnold coming into his own. What's going on with our center, and why can he snap the ball? Do we not have anybody better that can snap the ball? With cons- well, I guess he does snap it with consistency. Consistently bad. Um, and then... Number 14, I don't even know the gentleman's first name, but his last name, Hale. He had a hail of a game. My goodness, he emerged to the front. Who is this man? Who is this man? And it's time now for the first quarter. The first quarter is brought to you by the BS Podcast. That's right. You want all the kind of crazy satire? You want to find out the answers to all your problems and the world's problems? Come to the BS Podcast. Hey, can at you Quincy your own thing? Why not? I got nobody else. Anyway, it's time now for Wild Bill's Bama Bullet Points. Wild Bill, let's get on into it, baby. Come on. All right, let's roll with it, baby. Let's roll with it, baby. Okay, Mike Price. <laughs> Look, is the Las Vegas Raiders, are they a college team or a pro team? <laughs> They're no team. They're actually a Canadian <laughs> team. They're actually think, a no, yeah, no team. That's I think they should play uh, Colorado. They the need same, to play the in the USFL. Hey, there's a, there's a segment coming up to talk shit about the Raiders. It's just wait a minute. <laughs> the newest member of the USFL. <laughs> you suck football league. <laughs> They're already a member. They're the chief sponsor. Wild Bill, get them back okay. points going, baby. 81. 80. Anybody know what 81 would represent? Bama's average uh, uh, basketball score this year uh, per a- game. A tight end that can catch and block. I don't know. Uh, Jalen Milrose completion percentage Saturday. What? Ooh. He was 17 what? for 21. Holy yeah, four God. incompletions. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there, was, there was a lot of – there were a lot of those passes we wanted to see him easily make, though. Those are the easy passes. He that... could have easily been 18 for 21 if he had hit number three. Right on the two-yard line. <laughs> but anyway, of, okay, this, that's right. <laughs> negative 21 is the next one. I still don't think Ooh. he played that great, by the way. Okay. Is that uh, <laughs> is that rushing yards for Ole Miss's quarterback? Got to no, be. Sir. 
We had a four-play minus 21-yard drive from <laughs> Ole Miss's one-yard line. <laughs> oh, was, my gosh. It was a negative 21-yard drive for the Alabama Crimson Tide. That should one. be a first. Holy smokes. Okay. The number, bullet point number three. Three, three and a half. The inches. Three and a half yards yeah. per carry for Alabama running backs. Tackles for loss for Dallas Turner, including two sacks. Oh. And his little. Yeah. By the way, I was listening to, uh, I don't know if y'all listen to Kyle Henderson on YouTube. No. Yeah. Anybody? He's pretty awesome. I do. Uh, cool. I like that guy. But uh, he, he said Dallas Turner had an 88 grade, uh, which is like the highest of the year for anybody. On- he came well, alive. It, it probably could have been. Higher if he hadn't been posing over there and fell on that fumble he caused. <laughs> he was he's all too, over the place. Dude, he's too he, busy posing for the crowd. That's who, that's who we thought we were going to get. Yeah, that's the guy. Where's he been? Hey, as long as he's here now, I don't care. <laughs> as long play, as he's here now. They just play like they just did. Stay. The day. Just, just stay. Just stay here. Yeah. But, you know, it, it'd help if you quit worrying about showboating and look for the loose ball you caused. That, hopefully they learn that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that'll be an emphasis of, this week but okay 100 that's the next one 100 yards rushing rushing yards mcclellan will rockers field goal percentage saturday yeah baby (laughs) three for three i love it i I don't think he's he's missed this year listen he's gonna he's gonna get drafted he is definitely a uh a fan favorite dude when we were there and they and they introduced will Rikert. The place went crazy. Before he came so, to Alabama, he was at Hoover, and he said that uh, he couldn't wait to get on campus and solve the kicking issue. Thank he did. Lord. And he did <laughs> it. Like, that's ballsy. He okay, the next recruit. one is the number 14. Hale. 14. Uh, Tyler Simpson has scored 14 points this year. Ty Simpson. 14 sacks our offensive line has allowed in the last three games. I gotta say one thing about Milrow. I don't know how you, you're a, you're a freaking running quarterback and you can't read an RPO and you always scramble into sacks. It's like your brain malfunctions. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, the number two hundred. The number two hundred. Uh. Yards passing yard? by. Uh, no. By the. Ole Miss quarterback. No, sir. 200 total yards of offense Ole Miss had for the last three quarters. Wow. Yeah, the last big, three couple quarters. A couple big chunks came on that first drive. Didn't yep. It? And the last one, 56. That would uh, – His numbers are, are definitely stumping. <laughs> that 56 would be the number of words Josh uses per quarter. What? That seems a little low. I average low. I average low. How many what? Ole Miss had 56 <laughs> yards rushing for the game. That is crazy. Pretty good. The boy from Montgomery, they shut his trap up. Well, I got to tell you, though – Every week you get you just get better, Uncle Bill. Like a fine wine, you get better with time. Well, I'm trying to get stuff to stump you three guys. It's worked. It doesn't take yeah. much. It doesn't take much. With that, we will follow up Wild Bill's Bama Bullet Points with the stats, which I love to do. Now, let's take a look Ooh. here. First downs, Ole Miss 17 to Alabama's 20. Third down efficiency, Alabama 6 of 13. Ole Miss, 3 of 14. Fourth down efficiency. This kind of got under my skin a little bit. Uh, Ole Miss, 3 for 4. Alabama, no need. They didn't have any. Actually, they had a need, but they didn't go for it. Um, total yards. Ole Miss, 301 yards. That seems very low for an Ole Miss offense uh, under Lane Kiffin. Alabama, 356 yards. Is that a season high? I should have went and looked at that. Passing yards, 245 for Ole Miss. And 225 for the Crimson Tide. Um, Dart was 21 of 36. Jalen Milrow 
as you know, 17 to 21. Yards per pass, Dart was 6.8 yards per pass, and Mr. Milrow ended up with 10.7, compliments of two humongously long passes. Interceptions thrown, one per, and uh, it was darn near, Dart darn near had a, an interception in the end zone just like Milrow. Rushing yards, the Rebels, 56 rushing yards. Alabama, 131. Now, I I would venture to say that about, that could be about 141 or 151 if it weren't for that uh, minus 21-yard <laughs> drive. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss uh, looking at 29 attempts, 1.9 yards per attempt. That is fantastic. Alabama, 45 Attempts, 2.9 yards per attempt, which is pretty – it's garbage in Alabama land. Overall, the number looks good, but Jalen had a couple of solid runs, and McClellan had a couple of solid runs. And the penalties, let's round it out. Eight for 69 yards for the Rebels, six for 60 against Alabama. Turnovers total, one and one for the Tide and Ole Miss. And interceptions thrown, one one. Here is the tail of the tape. Time of possession, Alabama. <coughs> 34 minutes and 23 seconds. Ole Miss, 25-37. And that rounds out your man versus marriage stat scores for Ole Miss, Alabama. Austin Dash, you're up for five minutes. Um, No, I don't need five minutes, uh, but you said total turnovers was one apiece. What about yep. the blocked punt? The blocked punt is not a it's – it's a change of possession. So when he kicks the ball, oh. yeah, it goes. No it's not like a kickoff. It he, when he kicks the ball, it is now a change of possession. Hey, I just well, want to point you. something out. I was you just curious. Jalen Miller had a couple good runs, but he was he had 16 carries for 28 yards, which means he's got a lot of deer in the headlights. I don't know if you remember all that, but why does this guy not know how to just take off, avoid sacks? I think it was. I uh, think just if memory serves me well. It was mainly in the second quarter when we kept trying to run that bogus uh, quarterback boot to the right side, and it got shut down repeatedly. We kind of broke down overall run blocking in the second quarter because I think Ole Miss figured out we couldn't pass. Things changed dramatically 16, in the second half, but 16, that's my sixteen carries though. Yeah, I and, agree a lot. And a lot of and watching it watching it in person, like it, he was so hesitant. It was it was really weird because. He would literally wait until guys would get three to five yards away and then take off. You know, he he waited an extra five seconds. So it's like, is he hesitant because they've tried to make him, you know, stay in the pocket and throw the ball? Well, you know, during the, uh, you know instead of what Austin's talking about, you know, during the broadcast, McCordy, uh, he made reference to that that ju that he was hesitating, like there'd be a quick hole there, and he was hesitating. Not hitting it and going, he was whatever he is. Oh, yeah, he was waiting, he and then was, and then guys would be on him. It was an RPO where uh, it was clear that all the linebackers and the backs bit to the run to the handoff, and it was just thirty yards to the touchdown. Easy, he hands it off. I'm yeah, like, well, that, that should be your one of your specialties. Now, Austin, I'll ask you this question second. Um, just based on your vantage point since you were at the game this, this week. But while, Bill, it's obvious that his physical skill is pretty superior on the field, but what do you think contributes to his football IQ? Do you think it's a lack of reps, or do you think he just started as a quarterback? I don't know his history very well. Do he start late as a quarterback? What, what do you think is going on there? I don't know. He's from out there in Texas. He just – I guess he's found out he can't outrun everybody in college. I'm gonna look up his high school stats. Uh, it, it just, I, I don't really know. I just, I was just listening to McCordy, and by the way, I like that announcement crew better than any they've had lately. Yeah, um, yeah. Josh and uh, I were talking about that. I think the only thing that was frustrating about the CBS broadcast is that the sound was off. From, yeah. from the moment it started, you couldn't really hear the game. You can only hear them talking, and I don't, I don't really know why. But Josh, while Austin's looking those stats up, I'm with you 100%. It seemed, it seemed like he did not trust in his own instincts to run. And then, you know, first half specifically, 
he didn't trust in his instincts when to throw the ball. He would wait just way too late. The ball would take too long to get there. And because of the time it, it took for him to throw the ball and the time it took for the ball to get there, it, it gave the secondary just ample time to catch up. Um, but expound on that a little bit for me and talk to me about what you think uh, you saw different from the first half to the second half. Who, me? You are Josh. Well, uh, with Milrow, he made a lot better decisions, but I don't know. It, the whole team played better in the second half, including the defense. So it's, I don't know what was said during halftime, but, uh, I mean, there was a clear – there was a clear wake-up call or something because it was either you lose this game and your season's done or you win it and, you know, take a step forward. So I think – don't really think Milrow showed us anything different than what he has been showing us. I think at the end of the day we're going to have to live with good plays and then his crappy plays where he looks like a bonehead. And our defense is going to have to keep us in it. And that's it. That's what we got this year, it looks like. Could be. Well, Austin, what would you find out about, uh, about Melrose so High School career? So, looks, looks like he was a three-year starter. Um, it's, it's weird looking at it on paper because um, – and I don't know if there was an injury or not – but like like one his junior year he had 30 touchdowns passing his senior year he had 13 his sophomore year he had 10 so uh you know he played the same amount of games this says but you know it's like there was a drop off but uh in his high school career in 3 years he had 5300 yards 52 touchdowns uh he averaged 150 yards per game throwing um, the ball yeah Wait, so you're telling me we recruited him and those were his passing numbers? In three years, yeah. So why are we, so why are we all low. surprised? Fif that 52 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, and then he had uh, – he averaged about 300 yards a year rushing. 300 yards a year? A season? Yeah. It, well, his sophomore season he had six, uh, 600 yards – uh, on 124 carries, but then he had 300 on 67 carries and 307 on 39 carries. So he ain't been able to pass it all since high school, and we, we recruited him anyways. Do you think we recruited him as an athlete and and probably. really wanted to probably because yards is pretty good for three in three years, years. Not, not, in not Texas really. not for three years. What does it say? Where was he from? Channel View. Uh, it right? is. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tompkins High School in Katy, Texas. 150 yards a game sucks. That's I mean, high that, school, though. A lot of them don't throw much. What that? That's the, where the what? average – I think that's where the average comes down. If, if we Why did we recruit off the, him for QB if he didn't throw a lot? Now, I don't know how many playoff games, but I think the, the devil is really in the details there. He didn't have a ton of rushing yards, and he also only passed for 150 yards a game. Austin. Austin. Yeah. Look up Jalen Hurts' high school stats. Here we go again. He's trying to make a comparison. It's just. I think you can. This dude is not Jalen Hurts. We need to stop. There's not. Now, Jalen Hurts wasn't a thrower when he came to Alabama. Jalen Hurts was a horrible. Jalen Hurts was a horrible passer until Tua took his job. Then he figured speaking, it out somehow. Speaking of Tua, my Woo! lord. Y'all, can we hey. get to my segment? Yeah, hey. we're about we're about two minutes out. Don't start talking hey. about that shit. Did, did I just want to throw this out there? Did anybody see where Jerry Judy commented on one of two his posts and said, "Just don't don't call or text me for like a week." <laughs> Twenty three minute first quarter. I saw Whoa. Patrick Sertain trying to catch one of the wide receivers. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's so Jalen Hurts uh, played two years. Uh, his junior and senior year, and passed for 3,500 yards and 34 touchdowns in two years and mm. averaged 218 yards a game. Yeah. I don't know the point you're trying to make, Uncle Bill. What is that he's, after? Does that make anything? No, cause and he's going, he was. He's going, hmm, like he's right about something. Well, his daddy like, was the coach, and he didn't get to play but two years. His daddy was the coach. Okay, and so Milrow and Hertz are similar. I think it's a fair uh, comparison. So Does it say uh, 
uh, what didn't his senior year wasn't his high school team pretty pathetic? Um, or was it the year after he graduated? Um, I I can't see that on what I'm looking at right now. But that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Well, we'll. Uh, Josh, it's very, is it is inter- it, It's an interesting comparison. I don't. I don't. I know Josh has to. He's got something inside of him where he just has to be an antagonist, but I think it's a fair <laughs> comparison. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see what I think Jalen's football. You know where IQ, you can put it. I think Jalen's football IQ was was more was better developed than Jalen Milrose. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how he progresses. If he can, if he can have uh, the game. Like, like he can play that second half style football, it gives us a better chance to win because hopefully our offensive line. So I, I hate hoping they're going to get better. Well, it's, that's and, stupid. And we're talking about a guy too, though, that has only started what five games now. Yeah, what well, five is total? It six, is it six games or five games? I should know this as an Alabama fan. Three well, this I, year, I two yeah. last year. Um, so, I mean, you know, and he's got a new offensive coordinator. So, my thing is, I feel like with reps, you know, I don't think he's going to be Bryce Young, but I feel like he can get better. Uh, he can't get a lot worse than how he played against Texas. But, you know, I feel like if Tommy Reese figures out an offense for him that caters to him, uh, kind of like they played with Jalen Hurts, uh, you know. I mean, everybody this past week was yelling, RPO, quick stuff. Get the ball out of his hands, get him confident, and then let him let him throw it. Yeah, well, that didn't work. So, he sucks at RPO. So. Did uh, I don't even remember seeing us throw a slant? Did we? No, I no. I don't recall one. And, and, uh, and there was there was a couple I, plays where you know it, it would have been. I think they ran him, but they never threw him. He never threw a slant. Austin it, brought up the point of talking about Bryce. You know, the first quarter. It's thirty-two minutes. Well, we need a timekeeper. If we talk more than five minutes on the NFL, we wasted five minutes. So um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's my segment, so you can do what that what you want, homie. Go ahead and finish your point, Wild Bill. Uh, he he's talked about Bryce. He worked he worked with Bryce for two years, and Bryce taught him so much. Well, bring it to the field. If Bryce taught you all this stuff, bring it to the field. Exactly, and and. Just to put a final touch on that, if if he had such a struggle with the RPO, it really concerns me. Did we wait until this Ole Miss week to put the RPO in? Because you would think it kind of seems like it. I mean, that's that's like <laughs> that's like first week jitters there that he yeah. can't make a decision. Be instinctual, Jalen. You've got yeah. all the mechanics, man. I'm rooting for you. All right, it's time now for the second quarter. Brought to you by. Josh Moran, now that we ran over, Josh has officially 25 seconds. Go right ahead, Josh. We want to keep it on time. <laughs> I mean. It shows yeah. we've been on 27 minutes and 25 seconds. Multiply that times four, and there's how long we're going to do this podcast if we do that each quarter. No, I ain't that much talking about long, the NFL. So. It's not even an NFL segment. It's just what I like to talk to. It's called Josh's segment. So when Josh gets to well, pick get what he it started to already. To, all you other three people need to shut it up and just <laughs> deal with what I'm saying. You got your bullet points. Uh, Baldy's got his. Uh, Are you going to get conference. into your segment or what? Yeah, my segment is not going to be that long today because the Raiders suck and my fantasy football team sucks. I'm not even going to read off the leaders. What I am going to say is uh, the Raiders suck. Jimmy G sucks. Fire coach McDaniel's. Yes. And throw Aiden O'Connell in the game. And let me see what he looks like. Because well, that's my thing, dude. With with Garoppolo down for the concussion protocol, it's one step closer to Aiden now, O'Connell. Watch, Josh McDaniels is such an idiot that he's going to put in Brian Hoyer. That's our backup. And if he trots out Brian Hoyer over the guy that we saw in the preseason, he's trying to lose. And that's just it. But, Maybe they'll call Lonergan up. I mean, look – Okay, so at the end of the game, did you even watch any of the game? Anybody? I did not. I, I was watching. I watched, I watched the. I watched the last. I watched the fourth quarter. 
I was watching hockey. You tell me that this dude coached with Belichick. He's won freaking Super Bowls. And he doesn't know that we need to go for the fourth and eight down by the goal line and and try to score a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie the game. Okay, two scenarios, the reason why this is the better, this is the only decision to make. But this idiot says, well, we needed two possessions to win. No, we didn't. One possession, we were down eight points. He kicks the field goal. Okay, so what happens if you miss a field goal? Where do they get the ball at? Right, right there, there by the it. goal line. Where do you need to be closer to if your defense stops them? To the goal line. So if you kick a field goal and then you kick it off, well, you're stupid. Why did you do that? Now they get one first down, the game's over. We lose. It's, he tried to lose the game. It had to be. Because he is an experienced coach. And, and, that is, and even the announcers were like, what is, why are you going for a field goal? There was two minutes left. We had three timeouts. Okay, cool. Would you rather have to... Stop them and go. We still needed a touchdown to win. So (laughs) would you rather stop them and go the full length of the field or miss a field goal and then try to stop them? And what? I have a theory. What's the theory? Josh McDaniels is such a great coach. He is tanking for Melrose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why. What if they fire McDaniels and hire Lane Kiffin because he'll go for it on every fourth down. They're not going to do that because uh, the Raiders already hired Lane Kiffin, and that did not work out very well. I, it was not Wait, he worked for the Raiders? Out. Yeah. That was his first coaching job, or head coaching job. I didn't know that. Josh McDaniels is a oh, good yeah. offensive coordinator. He's not That's a head it. coach. That's it. He's a coordinator. He's not a head co- nope. So what do we need to do? Wasn't he the head coach at Denver? He was, and he they was. sucked. And it, it, was it, it was the same thing. Can't, so we have good players. Can we, it, go can we consider Garoppolo a bust at this point? He's a Officially. bust. His knee's going to get busted. and when I mean, he's going to get hurt. Like, when he got pushed back, I was like, well, there it is. He's done. But then it's like, you know, you, you, think, you know something's going to happen. And you think it happens the first time. It's like, okay, it's coming. doesn't matter. That, that'll, he'll get hurt besides that. Then he gets hurt again. So before too long, he's going to be gone, and then we're going to have to play Hoyer. Who the hell is that? Anyways, moving on. Uh, after a few more things, I want to check in on our, our early season predictions. Who, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Some are looking like uh, everybody's actually looking pretty good. So I wanted to uh, talk about the Packers because low key, I'm kind of a Packers fan right now. Jordan now, Love, what do you, got, what do you have done. to say about Jordan Love now, Uncle Bill? I told you. I told you that dude was good. What did you think? Well, I hadn't seen him play, but he's doing pretty good. You didn't see the comeback yesterday? Man, he led him on two touchdown drives. I knew they was down 17 to nothing going into the fourth quarter. Derek Carr got hurt again because he's a sissy. and he He's hurt? He could have came back yeah. out and played. Man, he walked off. He wasn't that, even in that much They're pain. acting like he'll, he'll be back this week. He's, oh, crab uh, legs go back to the bench. This is what I give Mahomes credit for. Dude, he hurt himself last night, too. Stayed in the game. Didn't even come out. He would have stayed out there and played. And then that's what cost the Saints the game when Jameis came in. And I don't know what happened to him, but he sucks. And they did not score one point since he came in the game. They lost. That's it. They was up 17 to, uh, what, three? Something like that. 17-11 and then uh, actually 17-3, yeah. Then they scored eight, then they scored six, and got the extra point to win. Like, right as the time was expired. Pretty cool. They should do a 30 for 30 on Jameis Winston, his 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. What about when he got up on the table in Florida State and he said what he said? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to say it out loud because it's pretty gnarly, but that dude is an idiot. (laughs) Y'all rep him. He's from Hueytown, too. That's one of Hueytown's finest. Stealing crab legs that, uh, from the grocery store. Hey, hey, the guy told him my, he could take it. Okay. Listen, one he of my one him. of my favorite things. It said, "Could you imagine Jameis Winston at any other job? Imagine he works at a daycare. You show up to pick up your kid. Your kid's either fluent in Chinese or they're dead. That's the two options with Jameis Winston. <laughs> he couldn't oh, even see. Man. Did you know he needed glasses? Yeah. And he got glasses in the NFL. He didn't even know he couldn't see. Whole career. That's how well, dumb he is. He's wearing glasses now, and he's worse. So he thought they were moving, just moving so fast he couldn't see him. 
All right, all right. A couple more things. Uh, the only thing that made, well, two things made me feel great yesterday, but uh, one was jealousy and one was just, I hate them. The Cowboys lost after their whole fan base thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl again and then they lose to the Cardinals. That didn't last long. Josh Dobbs, the dude from Tennessee. Josh no Dobbs. Hair, was, he was signed three weeks ago, barely even practiced with the team, and he beat them. Holy cow. And they look like the Giants beat them last week. Or two weeks ago, the what a, Giants. What about the big, the big interception at the end to seal it? <laughs> it's uh, Dacky Dak's always gonna do his thing, bro. They always, yeah. The granted, the uh, the injury to Ta- Trayvon Diggs sucks. He's out for the year. They bro. lost because Trayvon Diggs was out. No, no, they didn't. He doesn't play <laughs> offense, man. Come on. All right, and we all know the 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 last thing we're gonna talk about is uh, the Miami Dolphins and what the shellacking. Hell? What in the hell are they – what are they doing over there? <laughs> Did you see that? They, they had two running back – dude, Raheem Moster had 45 fantasy points, and then uh, Devin A-Chain from uh, Texas a and he had like two touchdowns receiving, two touchdowns running, 200 yards. They, Tyreek Hill had like three touchdowns in the first half. And I think they, their second team scored 21 points. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go. yeah, they scored – Two touchdowns after two came out. Oh, two, so two touchdowns. Well, here's yeah. here's what I would say, and uh, I can say this with the utmost confidence: when they pulled, uh, when they were getting ready to pull two out of the game, and he went to the head coach and probably said, "Hey, man, let me let me keep playing." He said, "No, nah, I'm not too hip with that, bro." Well, let, let me tell you what. Do you want to? Here's my theory. Ah. I saw this today. There was let a it reminder. sink in. Let it sink in. I'm sorry too. I love you. Oh, that's messed up. Now I got it. Oh, that's jacked up. Just okay, like his so, hip. So, I don't know if y'all saw the um, that what Sean Payton said about Tua last year. Yeah. He said that he was going to get benched for Bridgewater, and that's who the coach of Denver is. Yeah. So, How'd that work out for you? And I got to say, Mike McDaniel, that dude is a nerd of the top degree. Probably never played a day of football in his life, but, man, he is a mastermind uh, on offense. Tua – all without Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I was about without Jalen Waddle, they scored Jaylen seventy Waddell. points. Yeah. He didn't play yesterday. Nope. I was at uh, uh, I was watching, uh, concussion. I was watching a hockey preseason game in Cedar Park, Texas, and uh, I, at the gym this morning, I was just they were just showing Tua throwing the ball, darts everywhere on the run. He's just throwing the ball like man. Crazy. He's been doing that since he was at Bama. People just I know, forgot. but this is the pros, dude. This He's is that pros. guy, though. What I mean, about the, his no? What the, about his no look touchdown pass? <laughs> little shove, shove pass. Hey, he took it. I love it because what it had, what what you're seeing is that he took last season personal, and people yep. were calling him a sissy. And, and I, I wasn't calling him a sissy. I don't think. I think he's a tough guy. I just think when he gets hit, his brain can't. I mean, it's just one of them things. He can't take tough hits. Well, he took that personal, and put the work in. Yeah, I don't know. MVP, he's on He's on a tear. Uh, that's well, MVP caliber. Yeah, so. he, he's definitely on pace for MVP. Does anybody remember his first touchdown at Alabama? Uh, uh, yes. I don't know. Did he turn National championship game? Throw, oh, that, that wasn't his first Va- touchdown. Vandy. Vandy. No. He turned around in a circle and threw it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yes. I'll have to find it and send it to you guys. Oh, yeah. okay. So it he, he turns around in a circle and throws a dart in the back of the end zone, and I was just like – what the? Just well, you know, he like, who's made, the Hawaiian? He may be one of them guys, though. The he's not going to let them shoot him up with. He might get a little banged up, and he's not going to take like Mahomes did. They ain't no telling what he sh- they shot him up. Don't, look, yeah. I hate the Chiefs, but, man, just don't start knocking on Patrick Mahomes. They, there ain't Son, nothing. Four Super Bowls, he's already been to four. They're just, just, as, it's like, as bad hurt as he was. They shot I, him I, I'm up just saying, something. I respect that he's like, screw it. I want to be in the game for my yeah. team. I love when that. When he's messed up for life and can't walk. Well, I'm, that's his decision. It's for my entertainment. Yeah. Well, All right, Josh. To his decision, All right, to do that. So you're really going to cut me short, even though I'm done with it. If I had more, this would go I, longer, just so you know. I, I insert that dominance. Over I was my, getting uh, ready to ask you some questions about your okay, segment. Okay, well, I overreacted. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and, and <laughs> end it. <laughs> what's, what's your question? Go ahead, go ahead. 
Well, one of my questions for you, because I'm, I'm really enjoying the segments that you're doing, is, wh like, what do you Uncle think Bill's that... not. All right, go ahead. What do you think Bryce Young can do to step into his inner Tua? Because I think Bryce and Tua are similar in size. I think uh, Tua's a little bit taller, got a little more beef on him, but he's been in the league a few years. So what can Bryce do to learn from Tua's journey? Because he didn't have, like, a really great year his first season I, in the NFL, right? I got to disagree with you, though, because Tua's always been built like a stocky, and he's, he's ran he's over He's a Samoan. People. He's ran over people in college. Uh, Bryce has never run over anybody. And quite frankly, I'm gonna, I got to get my honest take. I don't know if Bryce is going to make it. That dude, he got hurt the other day. I don't even remember the play, but it wasn't even a hard hit. His ankles hurt. Probably could have went, but he got sacked on a play where a dude barely pulled his jersey and he fell down and sacked. And, I, and when he got up, the eyeballs, he looked terrified. Hmm. Terrified. And I was like, man, I hope that's not what he's going to look like all the time. But I've watched his games. <laughs> he looks pretty. And they looked better with Andy Dalton at quarterback yesterday. So that's not good. Well, I'm Andy Dalton, saying, he's, a, he's a pretty skilled vet. The other thing I, I saw. I hope when, Bryce can get it together, but he I hope he can. I, I believe he will. I believe he will. I, I'm they got games to help. I think the Jets fans are so upset, they are screaming their teeth out of their mouth. I yeah. saw that. <laughs> I saw that this morning. Yeah, at the and uh, the coach already came out and said they're still rolling with Zach Wilson. I don't know. Zach Wilson must have some dirt on that guy or something because there is nothing in the world that should keep that guy as your quarterback. He is absolute trash, like trash. But it Speaking could be of, coming from the guy that writes signs the checks. It's ridiculous. Like Speaking oh of trash, uh, talking about the Raiders, a guy who is not trash, but I'm interested in his performance. How did Josh Jacobs do yesterday? Not good. He looks he looks slow, and he's not making his reads. He's not, he's not quick like he – the longer the game went on, the better he looked. And I'm hoping it's just because he didn't practice with, the, you know, preseason, play any snaps, get reps in. Uh his his average before the game was like one point something, and I think he got two yards of carry, maybe three yards of carry yesterday, which is oh, okay compared God. to what he he was getting. But I don't know, we're we're atrocious, man. Like we've taken is, a step back. It's bad. Yeah, I think there oh. there are those coaches that are destined to be great coordinators and maybe not necessarily great head coaches. So and the last thing for my segment. Lame given. Last thing for my segment. Uh, Super Bowl picks. I'm looking good with my Chiefs. Who all picked the Dolphins? I don't know. I can't remember. I let me. I think I picked the Eagles. I think I picked the Eagles. See, I think the Eagles look like they've regressed a little bit. Um, the Chiefs definitely have found their mojo again, um, and I think you picked the Dolphins, Uncle Bill. So you're looking pretty good right now. They look. They look good. Their defense looks good. Yeah, and that's. With that offense, I mean, you're going to have to outscore I them. I should have picked like, the Bears. Josh. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, don't even get me started because I got Justin Fields. Chicago Bears and Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. Josh. Listen, listen, so they play in a few weeks. Yep. All right, so here we go. <laughs> It'll Wild be a Bill, horrible game. Wild Bill, you picked Zero the Eagles to, to win the Super Bowl and Tua as the MVP. Uh, yes, Amber, uh, Eagles to win the uh, Super Bowl. And Jalen to win the MVP. Uh, let's see. Quincy picked the Eagles. Who's this JJ? Josh Jacobs. Oh, Josh Jacobs. Oh, yes. Lord. Uh, yeah, and I picked the Chiefs and Josh Jacobs. So we look like yes. dummies right now. We're, we're idiots. Now, one thing I'm surprised that you did not plug in to your, to your NFL uh, segment is still talking about college football when it comes to Colorado and Oregon. I'm surprised. You got nothing to say? What? I, I forgot about that, honestly. But um, I'm just glad that they got what they, they had coming to them. And they probably got a lot more of that coming next week and then throughout their schedule. So, Dion has not arrived. Screw the Cowboys and screw Dion. All right. And Bo Nix looks, man, Bo Nix looks like a Heisman oh, candidate. Good man, if you watch Bo Nix play, man, he... <laughs> Woo, look at that boy go. Yeah, look boy, against them high school teams, he's pretty good. Look at Bo with all that acne on his face, just running around, looking all good and stuff. 
Daddy, I need to get hey. out of the SEC. Where can I go where I won't get touched? <laughs> go to Pac-12. Hey, they don't play defense. He's putting there. up stats. He could have went to the Big 12, too. It would have been the same. I'm just hey, glad he's, to beat Colorado. He's cranking daddy, those stats. Daddy, where can I go? We can't really say much about the Big 12 right now. We got beat by Texas. All right, third quarter. We, uh, All right, now that was the second SEC. quarter. The second quarter was brought to you by Josh Moran at joshmoran.com. Go check him out at quincymoran.com. And now it's time for a saving correspondent, Austin Dash, who was live in Tuscaloosa yesterday. Austin Dash, let's talk about the Saban press conference. Let's talk about this brand new find, the Nick Saban show that I had no idea that was on YouTube. I watched a little bit of that today. And then talk to us about what? T-Town. Let's talk about it. Go for it. Yeah. Do we want to talk about Saturday's uh, press conference or today's? Give us, give us what you got, man. Talk to us about what you got. Today. Yeah, well... Well, I'll, I'll just skim through Saturdays, uh, which, I mean, you know, it's simple. He, he liked their effort. He said they're trending in the right direction. Um, uh, you know, he said it takes a lot of patience on my part when you score five touchdowns and have them called back. That is Because so somebody, you know, somebody asked a question about, you know, patience. Uh, he said it also takes patience when you're first and one at the one and you don't score a touchdown. He said, I've got a lot of things tested in my patience. I love uh, it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, that is the, by the way, that is the eighth straight win over Ole Miss. Holy uh, and that's Saban's fourth fourth win over Lane Kiffin. Um, scored more, more points in a 14-minute span than they scored in the whole game versus USF. So there's that. Um, he he pretty much, you know, he hated how they played in the first half, loved how they played in the second half. <laughs> okay, and then we got today. Uh, he said Ole Miss was a great win. Um, you know, he wants, the, wants to show the players why it worked or didn't work in the second half compared to the first half. Um he said this week could be one of the more challenging games they've played so far this year. It's their first SEC road game. He said uh, Mississippi State is physical, and he praised uh, how balanced they were on offense this year. Loved how Terry on Arnold played at corner. Uh, said he's he's really learned the defense better, and he's playing faster and more confident. By the way, these um, are awesome. Wait, that's not supposed to be on the teleprompter. Uh, see, he was so happy with Jalen Hale's performance. That's his first name, Jalen. Jalen. Jalen Hale. I I knew his name. I thought you were kidding earlier. I should have said it out loud. No, I didn't. I Uh, did not go and look. He said that they really need to work hard to get him playing with more confidence and understanding the offense. Uh, They will be without Deontay Lawson this week. Can I say something real quick? I watched his press conference, and, and he doesn't have the same energy he used to having them. But I didn't understand. Right. That, I didn't understand that comment. What do you mean? See him play better with consistency? He's the one that made the most plays in the game. He's yeah, but this was like his with, coming out game. Well, the, a couple games before that, he was the one. I guess they want to get him more plugged and, in. Oh, was no, he? I, yeah. I mean, he was the one that you know was making a, a consistent amount of uh, mistakes. And my thing is, is that. For him to compete against, I, I really feel like Jackson Dart is a is a very good quarterback, and so I mean, obviously we got some pressure. What it's so weird what happens when you put pressure on the other quarterback? Ain't nobody, ain't no quarterback good according to Uncle Bill except for Bounce. Hey, he thought he was good till he got that head jacked up and run that mouth, and then Ooh. he never was. The Listen, same. he thought he's, he's got to tighten that. Get that head jacked he's got to tighten that helmet up, or he's gonna lose his head. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing Josh was yeah. asking about. You know, his helmet kept coming off, and, and Josh was like, can, can you not tighten your helmet? And I was like, you can, but there's really only so tight you can get that helmet before somebody blasts well, it off your head. You, you know, it. you don't get as many penalties if you keep your helmet on. Um, so he's you got don't a get as many rough skull. in the passer. It's kind of like, Apparently, like me and you, Quincy. We ain't got no ass, so our pants slip down. He ain't got no head. Look, so he... 
So he he, he made a big mistake when he decided to run down the middle of the field and challenge that ah. middle linebacker. Oh my gosh, that was you know and and just speaking to that did, did uh, was there anything in the press conference because I didn't get to watch it today was there anything about that targeting call because I thought that was a bit raw no I, did, I didn't feel good about it yeah it well and it for every play that you call targeting there's five plays that were and probably weren't called so it's it's like the the ones that really deserve it don't get the call but then you have the calls like that it's like really you just wasted that call right there. Yeah, no makeup calls. And I'll tell you one thing, and I was I was shouting about it, and Josh Josh always thinks I'm overreacting, if you can believe that. But I'm shouting about all the holding that's going on yes. uh, by that uh, Ole Miss offensive line. It was it, so evident. It was terrible. I could, especially on, uh, I believe, the, the first or the second drive, whatever led to the touchdown, you know, uh, their running back uh, – he ran he ran around i think it was the right side and our guy i mean not i'm not even talking about the touchdown with the quarterback ran up the middle but you see the jersey pull away and that's right in the area where yep. the official is and it's like how could you miss that but on yep. the touchdown run there was holding was, on that too oh my <laughs> lord right there in the middle yeah i think it was the guard yeah. was holding our guy's jersey he ran right he, by him yeah, and then he put he put hands around him and held him. Yeah, and I'm going. Well, that's right where the action is, man. How can you not see that? And and I noticed uh, even more so on like the last two drives, the right tackle every play, every single play he held him, and I was like, I don't understand. How do you miss that? Well, there may be some like excuse for me. Like I'm watching on TV, so I get all the various angles. But and that's why I'm asking you because you were there seeing it um, live. I, yeah, I've seen it live. Could, yeah, yeah, you can see it. Yeah, and I, I just don't. Get, if it's blatant, you need to call the penalty. And yeah, the the officiating was was pretty poor in that game from a holding standpoint. Hey, Uncle Bill, everybody, and, can y'all see this? I don't know if y'all know this. Yeah, me and, me and Sam Walters are now best friends. Uh, we communicate on Twitter, and uh, he's gonna play for Bama this year. Who is Basketball. Sam Walters? <laughs> He's that white dude that uh, signed with Bama that I told, showed y'all them videos about. Me and him's best oh, friends. Oh, oh, basketball. Best gotcha. friends now. You Man. are the best friends that anybody but, yeah, whatever, could ever have. I told him, and he, he loved my comment. There are way He other, loved it. You, he didn't you, just you, like it. There's all kinds of other things you can do on Twitter besides heart it, okay? There's lots of things. <laughs> it's, the, sure. it's actually the only thing you can do. But we're best um, friends. I just wanted y'all to see that. Well, I kind of doubt it, but yeah. anyhow. The the officiating was also horrible when you lose a down, but you know that I guess that didn't really matter. Well, here's um, and here's the controversy on that. And I was talking to Josh. I said there's two scenarios, and scenario two is the one that came up because when we got that big play, I said, "Hey, that's a first down." And then they came up. The TV said it was third down. So if the TV says it's third down, but then the down marker says it's third down. And, uh, I mean, that was third down, and now you think it's fourth down, and you go for fourth and one, but it's actually first down. Who's communicating on the field? How does this happen? Yeah, so, yeah. so they said what happened was the chains moved right at the last second as they were running the play. So, so yeah. Is that how it went? Yeah. So I they see. thought – yeah, I'm trying sorry, to remember. Sorry. It, was, uh, it was a very weird turn of events, but it's like the chains were moved late. And somehow, I'm like, how do you not have a coach that that's just their job to know what down it is? Well, how did the how did the officiating crew? The, not supposed get to it be right? an official that that's what he does, right? Well, and so. that's what Nick Saban said was whoever spotted the ball was supposed to let them know uh, that it was a first down or not, and he did not. Well, he had. So, uh, just so you know, uh, Aiden O'Connell is trending right now on Twitter. Is it X? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's X. Yeah. Well, it's it's trending on X. That sounds so stupid. Anything uh, yeah, as we wrap up the third quarter? As we wrap up the third quarter, Austin Dash, anything from the day of the game, the sights, the sounds, the crowd? I know I talked to you at halftime, and the crowd was absolutely beside themselves like the rest of us. Yeah, they were upset. The performance. Yeah. And then – yeah. Uh, uh, it was funny when they got there. They was at field level, and uh, 
Yeah. Amber called and said, Daddy, said these guys are huge. <laughs> She ain't been that. She ain't ever been down to the field they, level. I think they watched y'all watched them warm up a little bit, Daddy. These guys. Are oh huge. yeah, yeah. We watched Will Reichard <laughs> kicking sixty-yard bombs. Uh, that's but a, that's incredible. Yeah, dude. so so uh, it was packed out. Everybody, you know, this whole week I'd heard everybody's selling their tickets, and I'd seen a lot for sale, but it was packed out. And you know, the crowd were the crowd was in it the whole game, even you know when it was. Ridiculous, and the play calling was awful. But uh, what the hell, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and that's the, one thing that the, the CBS broadcast prevented us from hearing was the crowd noise. We could not hear the effect that, that it they had were in it, it yeah, that, the that whole hated, time. I hated that. Yeah. Well, before you leave uh, the Austin segment, I got two questions. Yeah, let's get it. For, hey, for, they for now have a, a bunch of live music uh, in T Town yeah. on game day, so that's a blast. Um, so that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Why did Coach Saban not trucks. call timeout on first and go from the one when he saw we was lined up in the shot? Because he's old. That's a good question. Because he's Second. old and he didn't want to. He didn't want to hurt Reese's. Oh, you're not asking questions. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that was the first one, and then the second one. And then you can answer them both. When have you ever seen an Alabama offensive line stand there and the quarterback or the running back gets tackled yep. for a loss and they don't reach yep. their Big fat hand down there and help their own guy up off the it's ground. Probably, yeah. It's probably the guys that like the other quarterbacks. Melrose, and, and you know, I, that's who they want. I know they didn't even help I watched that a lot. I'm just kidding. I, I noticed a lot there. watching was Cindy even, even more so that. She was when, when, when Jalen would be running for his life. Jalen would be running for his life, and there would be a guard and a tackle just standing there, just looking yeah. around. I'm like, hey, look. Coach, e literally every time he's being chased, there's at played, least they, one offensive lineman just standing there. They played better, okay? Now, they were yeah. giving Milrow a lot more time to throw the ball, too, and I think a couple of them sacks was his yeah. fault. And there were people, and, and Reese called a better game. I'm going to give him that because there were people open well, all over the damn field, and they kept showing them boom, 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 everywhere. And Milrow's like, they uh they but played a new left tackle for yeah, some of the game. Come in at left tackle. I don't know. That's I, probably just I, I, I don't know the guy's that. name. But Nick Saban said it. Nick Saban they asked him about it Saturday and he said, you know, their their goal was to play both of them to see who played better. So he said Ferguson? when they Who? I'll have I had to go back and look. What are we talking about? I I I had to go back and look. Left tackle. They played a new left tackle. So oh, really? Proctor, they moved yeah. Proctor out and and put a another guy in, which Proctor yeah. needs. He needs more development, dude. He's not. Yeah, because well, and it's saying, why do they why do they not help help the running back or the quarterback up off the ground? They just standing there looking at him. That's just yeah. That's I don't I don't get that. I don't Let's just understand see if that, that improves. Okay, I think that's that's a culture about, thing. How about this? Who else was happy to see tight ends running across the middle, snatching balls out of the air? Oh my God! About Robbie Oots, awesome Oots. He even holy I mean, cow! Just, he even got tagged one time and still held the ball, yeah. which was knee impressive. Black, knee Black made a uh, big catch. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Did he go on uh, TikTok later and talk about it with all of his fans? I hope not. He probably didn't need to. He probably he did. Oh, this right, and then, uh, how do we do and it? then Dupree making his appearance finally. Only two, quarter, three quarter games. Four, quarter four, quarter four. I know you was about to do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks a lot, Austin Dash. Glad you got to uh, experience a big fat W in T-Town. Yes. Guys, it's time for us to get on to the fourth quarter and talk about predictions. Today's fourth quarter is brought to you by <gasps> Men versus Marriage. The podcast. I predict Hunter Biden will do more drugs. No, oh, that's a win. That's that's a safe bet. You win. Uh, predict, with that being said, uh, Joe Biden will eat more ice cream today. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, Alabama travels. I also predict Kamala Harris will have sex no, with someone no, else Josh, to advance no, her career no, today. No, no, we're not doing that. Okay. I also believe Nancy Pelosi's, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's husband will get hit by another hammer tonight when he's trying to bang another dude. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for all that useless information. Also, Let's talk about Davis Nancy Wade Pelosi Stadium has on some Saturday, big knockers. 8 p.m. Saturday, September the 30th. We go to Starkville, Mississippi, 
as the Alabama Crimson Tide takes on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. You can let's get Josh. <laughs> man, you work at a golf club. You you do all kinds of now, stuff, man. Now I'm going to throw up tonight in my sleep. Thank you so much for that. What are you talking about? Th- thinking about Kamala and her birthday suit? Or Any Nancy? of them, Nancy well, Pelosi, him and his Jesse, underwear, whatever. Hopefully, Jesse Pinkman wakes up and uh, helps you not choke. With that being said, let's talk about football, baby. Uncle Bill, yeah. Wild Bill, what do you think yeah, about Alabama's think. chances? As he go over. Is this the fourth quarter? Yeah. Starkville. Did you already start it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, let's put four in the air. My prediction. Pain. Oh, we win. (laughs) Ain't no doubt. Uh, Don't start that. What do you mean, ain't no doubt? They've turned it around. Let me give you this. No! That's too loud. Let me give you this, guys. Here we okay, thirty-four to ten. I'll lock that down. Let me tell you what this looks like. Um, so as far as it goes with the total average per game, it looks uh, looks to me like this is total yards. I don't understand what this looks like. Total yards three hundred sixty-four. That that's got to be average. Passing average yards per game. Um, 203 yards a game for Alabama, 245 yards for Mississippi State. Alabama averages a total of 364 yards a game, while Mississippi State averages 388. Average yards rushing per game, 161 for the Tide, 142 for the Bulldogs. Yards allowed defensively, 307 yards per game versus 400 for the old Mississippi State Bulldogs. And then looking at pass yards allowed, 203 for the Tide, 280 for Mississippi State. And rushing yards allowed 104 compared to 120. So these teams, I'd have to say, through four games are pretty evenly matched on paper. So, Josh, while Bill's prediction is in, what are you looking at for the Mississippi State Bulldogs? Real quick, i got to say something. Uh, our schedule is looking to be a little bit of a gauntlet for this team, man. Uh, mm-hmm. They're getting in the thick on, of it now. On the road, followed by... On the road at Texas A&M. Not sure how we're going to win that game. Uh, home against Arkansas. On uh, Home against Tennessee. That looks winnable now with Joe Milton. Uh, they're whack. Uh, LSU at home. Kentucky on the road. That's a, that's a tough one late in the season That'll that we don't even one. think about because they're undefeated still, right? Yep. Uh, they got it going. And then we have a warm-up before. On the road at Auburn. Like, that <laughs> – that's hey, a tough it, schedule for us for this. Team. At least they're not going to Missouri to play the undefeated Tigers. Hey, they look pretty dang good, man. Like in that, I don't know. Okay, so I've got us winning twenty-seven to thirteen. Wow, that goes against your core belief that Milrow is only good for twenty-four points. You mean you're not picking Mississippi State? No, <laughs> not this one. But I mean, I don't see us. There's no way we don't catch an L through that, that schedule, another one. I just – not with this team, uh, even with the defense we got, I think. We'll but, see. Defense. Man, I hope I'm wrong. Shh. There ain't nothing more I'd be – I would not be more happy if at the end of the year, here comes Bama that was their 13th, then their 12th, then their 10th. Oh, then their 9th. Then their 8th team. Then the seventh team, and oh, look who's there at the end of the season. Just creeped on up to everybody. Hi, guys. It's us. We're back. I would love nothing more. I would love that. I'd love nothing more than to go back and roll all the tape with Josh talking about saving being done. (laughs) Can we make a compilation? Hey, look. Everybody thinks it. I'm not the only one that said it, but I I don't care. I hope I'm wrong. I, I will turn around and eat that crow. Like it's a burrito, dude. I don't even care. Okay, Shoot, eat point. it like it's a freshly fried taquito. But just, just, just let the college football world forget about us, which is what they're doing right now. Yes, please do. Because we're not please winning do. pretty. They think we're just scooting by, and hopefully this team just gets better each week, where at the end of the week it's like, holy shit, this is not even the same team we saw earlier in the year. Austin, Dash your, pr- Austin Dash, your prediction for Alabama, Mississippi State. Yeah, I'm going to go – 42 to 10. Dad Come on, gosh. bro. We ain't scoring 42 points. Dad Gummit, Austin Dash. Y'all think we're going <laughs> to score 42 on, on, on Mississippi State? 
I do. I do because LSU scored what forty one. We ain't LSU. Yeah, forty one. We don't got. Jay they got Daniels. a better defense. We've got a better defense than LSU. Yeah, but we talking about Melrow at quarterback. He's got to score the points. I'm looking. Uh, we're Let's see here. So, Will Rogers threw the ball Saturday forty eight times. Who's that? Mississippi State's quarterback, Will Rogers. Um, if they throw the ball 48 times, I expect there to be a lot of sacks, is what I'm hoping. So, yeah. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm Maybe just kind of calculating this in my head. I'm going to say this. I didn't even calculate our defense making a turnover, but uh, Quincy Moran's going to put Bama in the driver's seat. I think a few things do come together. I think the defense remains solid. I think Milrow capitalizes on his experience because this will be the second week in a row he's running RPO while it is a tough place to play. Um, I don't even know if Alabama scores a touchdown in the first half this game, which is kind of scary. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to give Bama 37-7 to 7 over those Mississippi State Bulldogs. Hey, I got to think, uh, what if this team's identity is inconsistency? This see, they played good in the first game, okay. Second game, okay. But lost. Third game played like shit. Fourth game played okay and won. The fourth game. What if, well, yeah, yeah, the I fourth so. game. So what if we play like crap in the fifth game? Only time will tell, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for this episode of the BS Podcast. Wild Bill, your final thoughts. Roll tide. Let's get them. Roll tide. Josh Moran, your final thoughts. Road tide. Let's get him. Yeah, Austin Dash, what do you got? Final thoughts? When I have a chance. I'm going to bust you right in the... Let's, Man, let's hope... Let's hope that they go to Starkville and make them choke on their cowbells. So there's that. Yes, let's do the reverse. all I want them to choke on. I don't need more cowbell. Dink, 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 dink. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. For Wild Bill, for Josh Moran, for Austin Dash, I am Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the Q-Dog. This is the BS Podcast. Roll Tide, everybody. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.